Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Hi, it's the Reading Bug, here to tell you that today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Scholastic and their new book from three-time Newbery Honor recipient, Christina Soontornbat. The book is Legends of Lotus Island, The Guardian Test, and we can't wait to share more about this book for ages 8 to 12 with you at the end of this episode. Thanks to Scholastic for their ongoing support of Reading Bug Adventures. Hi, reader. Welcome back to Reading Bug Adventures, written, performed, and produced by all of us at The Reading Bug, our family-owned independent bookstore. This week, it's a bonus full-story episode of our tree adventure. We've been hearing from fans across the USA and the world asking when our next adventure would be, and we've loved seeing all of your artwork, and now it hangs in our bookstore for all to see. You can send your art via email to talkback at readingbugadventures.com or snail mail to The Reading Bug at 785 Laurel Street, San Carlos, California, 94070. And we know many of you have been stopping by our bookstore on your spring breaks, and we can't wait to see more of you in person over the summer. If you can't make it in person to our bookstore, don't worry. You can shop from millions of books and gifts for kids and grown-ups at our bookstore website, thereadingbug.com. If you want a perfectly personalized gift online, shop for book subscriptions at readingbugbox.com. Unlike other subscription boxes, Reading Bug Box includes a selection of books that are hand-picked by me or other expert staff members and personalized to the unique age, interests, and reading level of each reader. As the reader's skill and interests change, so do the books we pick. Whichever you choose, readingbugbox.com or thereadingbug.com, we thank you for your support. We need you to keep our podcast and our local independent bookstore running. Isn't it great that you can support small local business from far away? Thank you also to our sponsors and patrons, past, present, and future. You're a part of what makes the Reading Bug Adventures podcast possible. To become a patron and support our work, please visit patreon.com slash readingbugadventures. Okay, reader, are you ready for another adventure with me and the reading bug? Great, then let's fly. It's time for a reading bug adventure. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip. Hi, reader. Welcome back. I'm so, so glad you decided to join us for another Reading Bug adventure. If we haven't met on one of our past adventures, it's wonderful to meet you now. I wonder what magical adventure the Reading Bug has planned for us today. She should be here any minute. I've learned by now that she's usually running a little late. Do you see her anywhere, reader? Lauren, reader, I'm here, I'm here. And I guarantee you that I didn't forget about our adventure. I just got caught up in another great book. No problem, Reading Bug. You haven't missed one of our adventures yet, though you are usually a little late. But I am curious where we'll be going on our adventure today. I brought all the gear that you asked me to bring with me, scuba equipment and climbing shoes. But that's a pretty weird combination, isn't it, Reader? 
Scuba equipment is for exploring underwater, where there's no oxygen to breathe. But you don't need climbing shoes when you're swimming. And climbing shoes are used for scaling hills or mountains. But we wouldn't need scuba equipment way up there. (laughs) You're right, Lauren. But we do need both for our adventure today. I promise, this adventure is going to be a real treat. Why don't I give you a few clues? I'll tell you the titles of some of the books in my book bag, and you can guess where we'll be going on our adventures. Okay, great. Today I brought... Billy and the Minpins by Roald Dahl, Stuck by Oliver Jeffers, The Night Gardener by the Fan Brothers, Because of an Acorn by Lola M. and Adam Schaefer, and Big Tree by Brian Selznick. I think I'm even more confused now. Let me see. Billy and the Minpins is about a boy who explores a dark forest and discovers tiny people named Minpins who are being eaten by a ferocious monster named Gruncher. Right, Bug? That would definitely be an adventure, but it sounds a bit scary. That's right, Lauren. And Stuck is about a boy whose kite is stuck in a tree, but everything he throws up to knock the kite out of the tree keeps getting stuck up in the tree, too. It's really funny. What were the other books? In The Night Gardener, a mysterious nighttime gardener brightens up a dreary town when he starts turning trees into a magical kingdom of animals. Oh, and the last two are also about nature. Because of an acorn explains how even a tiny acorn is connected to every other living thing. And Big Tree is a beautiful new fantasy. It's my family read-aloud pick of 2023, about trees. It talks about how we are all like trees with strong roots. So, all the books have something to do with nature then. Right, Bug? That's right. Reader, can you figure out where we're going based on those clues? You're right. I can't figure it out either. We've already been on a garden adventure before. Are we planning on going back? I think you may be barking off the wrong tree. Should I give you another clue? Bark? Tree. If I know you, Reading Bug, and I do, those must be clues too. On second thought, All of the books in your bag weren't just about nature, were they? That's right. They were all stories about trees. Are we going somewhere with lots of trees, Bug? Yes, yes, yes. You're so, so close. But there are three trillion trees on our planet. You still need to guess where we're going and what we are going to do today. We've already been on amazing adventures to Australia, the Amazon, and African rainforests. Are we going to visit a different forest in a different place? You're getting warmer. Yes. In fact, we're not going very far. We're going to visit a mother oak tree in our very own regional forest, only a few miles from here. We're going to visit a tree? That sounds nice, Bug, but doesn't sound very adventurous. I didn't say a tree. I said a mother tree. Mother trees are the largest and strongest trees in the forest. They're like forest royalty, Lauren. Mother trees are kings of forest trees, just like lions are kings of jungle animals? That's right, Lauren. On today's adventure, we'll be visiting forest royalty. But our adventure is going to be even cooler, because we're not just going for a visit. We're not? No. We'll be going on a journey inside the mother tree. Inside? Like when we went inside the human body? Exactly. Our trip inside the human body was exciting, but that's because there was so much to see. The heart, brain, lungs, stomach, nerves, muscles, and bones, not to mention miles and miles of blood vessels. The inside of a tree sounds a lot less interesting to me. Isn't it just... wood? Not at all. I've been reading a lot about trees, Lauren, and there's much more to trees than the trunk, branches, leaves, and roots. For example, did you know that... 
Ages ago, before dinos roamed the land, trees had already taken their stand. With their roots dug deep and their branches high, they defied the ages as they reached for the sky. For every person who walks on the earth, there are 422 trees of worth. Each continent boasts these verdant hosts, except for Antarctica's icy coast. And for earthly creatures like you and me, trees are much more than scenery. They give us oxygen, which all of us need, from the biggest elephant to the tiniest weed. We all should cherish these wise ancient beings who have lived and thrived through all life's dealings. Trees have seen it all and still they stand. Trees the oldest creatures on the land. Well, when you say it like that, Bug, it does sound pretty exciting. Today, we're going to use the magic in my book bag and our powerful imagination, of course, to shrink us all to the size of tiny wood mites. You'll be no bigger than the tip of a sharp pencil. Reading Bug. You've never taken us anywhere that didn't turn out to be amazing, so I'm sure this adventure will be too. And at least this trip doesn't sound very dangerous. As a small bug myself, I must warn you that danger lurks everywhere when you are the size of a teeny tiny bug. Trees are home to lots and lots of living creatures. They nest on their branches, burrow between their roots, and lay eggs on their leaves. Almost all of these creatures could eat or squash us. There are scary spiders, ravenous ravens, omnivorous owls, carnivorous caterpillars, bloodthirsty bats, and more. Spiders? Ravens? Bats? Oh my! I guess everything is more dangerous when you're tiny. What do you think, reader? Are you ready to go adventuring inside a mother oak tree today? Reading bug! Lauren, reader! Wait! Wait for me! Oh, I'm so glad you're still here. I was afraid I'd missed you. Uh, hello? Do we know you? I don't think we've met before, so... How did you know our names? Are you a friend of the Reading Bugs? I don't know her either. Who are you? Oh, I'm sorry. My name is Rowan Green. I'm a distant cousin of Marina's. Do you remember her? You adventured with her once in Hawaii. She is a research assistant for Kai, the marine biologist. Marina was the one who suggested that I ask if I could join you on today's adventure. Of course we remember Marina, but how did Marina know where we'd be? Marina and I stay in touch. Oh, well... Then maybe a better question is, why did Marina suggest that you join us today? Oh, well, that's a long story, but I'll make it as short as I can. Marina comes from the thalassophile side of our family tree. Thalassophile? Thalassophiles are people who love the ocean, Lauren. Remember, Marina's grandmother always told her that their family loved the ocean because they were descended from Poseidon, the Greek god of the ocean. That's right. And my side of our family tree are nemophilists. That's a word I'm sure I've never heard. (laughs) That's because it isn't used very much anymore. But nemophilists are people who love trees, woods, and forests. I'm beginning to see why Marina thought you might like our adventure today. Nemophilists are sometimes called haunters of the woods because we like to spend so much time in them. Our side of the family was descended from Poseidon's brother, Zeus, and his son, Pan, the god of forests. That's probably why I love trees so much. I decided to study dendrology. That's the science of trees. (laughs) The love of trees is in my blood. We'd love to have you join our adventure, Rowan. That's wonderful. Thank you. I told Marina that I dreamed the mother tree in our forest talked to me and asked me to help figure out what is making the forest sick. So when I learned about your adventure, I just had to come along. I read in Forest Bath right down this path by Lisa Robinson that lots of people who love forests like to go forest bathing. Have you ever taken a forest bath? People take baths in the forest? 
I'm not sure we should be talking about that with our reader friend here, Bug. <laughs> forest bathing isn't what you think it is. No actual bath is required. Forest bathing is when you walk slowly through a forest, taking in the atmosphere through all your senses and enjoying the benefits that come from such a walk. That's right, Reading Bug. Scientists have confirmed that forest bathing can reduce our stress, anxiety, depression, and anger, strengthen our immune systems, and improve our overall health and well-being. And yes, Reading Bug, I love to go forest bathing. Actually, after I dreamed that the mother tree talked to me, I went forest bathing. And while I was enjoying my walk through the forest, I heard something else. I thought it might be the breeze blowing through the trees, or an animal rustling in the branches on the ground as it made its way through the forest. So I sat down under the mother oak to listen more carefully. That's when I realized that the mother tree was talking to me again. This time she said, Rowan Green, can you hear me? I am the mother oak and I'm asking you please. Talking to humans is usually taboo, but I'm breaking our rule because I need to. Something's amiss, we are all feeling ill. We need you to find the cause, and we hope that you will. Are you up to the task? We hope and we pray that you'll find the culprit, come whatever may. Please say yes, that you'll agree to fight, to restore health to our forest with all your might. Wait, Rowan, you lost me. Are you saying that one of the trees was talking to you? Everyone knows the trees can't talk. I know it sounds crazy. And maybe I nodded off and was dreaming. But then again, most people would say that bugs can't talk, and here we are, having a conversation with a talking ladybug. Touché. I'm still not sure I believe in talking trees, but we are going to visit the forest today. Maybe we can help you figure out what's making the trees sick. After all, we were able to solve the mystery of the missing flowers on our garden adventure. Did Marina tell you that we're going to shrink until we are small enough to journey inside the mother oak? Since you're studying about trees, You'd be a great guide. Please join us. Yes, I'd love to be your guide. No one in the world has ever been able to roam around inside a tree before. I know a lot about trees, and the regional forest is one of my favorite haunts. And people come from all over to camp, hike, picnic, watch and listen to the birds, collect cones and leaves, and take pictures of all the plants and wildlife. While we are on our adventure, let's all listen carefully to see if we can hear the trees talking and understand what they're trying to tell us. That's a great idea, Reading Bug. What do you say, Reader? Do you want to go on a tree adventure with the Reading Bug and Rowan? Great! Now, since it looks like we'll be hiking, climbing, and even swimming today, it's probably a good idea for us all to get stretched out before we get started. Follow me. Stand up, unless you're buckled into your car or tucked into your bed, and wiggle your fingers and toes like this. Are you wiggling? Great! Now... Stretch your arms up high over your head. Perfect. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side. Let's get ready to go. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side. Now we're ready to go. For the stretches, Lauren, I feel as tall and strong as a tree and ready for this exciting adventure. But before we start, we should all put on the climbing shoes that I asked you to bring. Okay, Bug. Reader, let's lace these shoes up, up nice and tight over our socks. Great job. I think we're ready to start our adventure, don't you? 
But before we get going, I want to make sure that you remember to bring some paper and crayons with you. I'm sure that we'll see lots of things on our tree adventure that we'll want to draw. And pictures are how we retell the story of our adventures after we return to our homes. Just like the illustrators of our favorite books. As we travel, think about what you want to draw so that you can capture the important parts of our adventure for your friends and family to see. If you didn't remember paper and crayons, don't worry. Just press pause or have a grown-up do it for you and get them now. Reader, Rowan, and I will be lacing up our climbing shoes while we wait right here for you. At the end of today's adventure, we'll take time to draw the pictures that are in our imaginations. But of course, you can color anytime you want by pausing our podcast. Okay, if everyone is ready for our adventure, I'll ask my magic book bag to take us there. Stand back, everyone. Magic book bag, take us on a ride to visit a tree and to journey inside. Please use your magic to make us all small. We know this adventure will be a ball. Our journey awaits and we won't be thwarted. We're ready to go. Now it's time to get started. Look, reader. The reading bug is opening up her magic book bag, and it's growing bigger and bigger and bigger. Big enough to fit us all inside. Can you see all the images swirling around inside the book bag? I see trees and more trees everywhere. There are pine trees with thick, rough bark and spiky green needles. Palm trees with tall, slender, smooth trunks, no branches, and large spreading leaves at the top. Acacia trees with green crowns that look like open umbrellas. Magnolia trees with large, shiny green leaves and fragrant white flowers. Orange trees and apple trees and grapefruit trees, too. I see all kinds of animals nesting and eating and resting under the trees. Woodpeckers, owls, squirrels, crows, deer, foxes, giraffes, mice, bunnies, gophers, snakes, and moles. Floating among the trees, there are lots and lots of words that I don't recognize. Words like photosynthesis, xylem, phloem, osmosis, mycorrhizae, and mycelium. Everybody ready? Great! Then, on the count of three, let's all hop into the magic book bag together. Ready? One, two, three, jump! Let's jump inside our book bag. What will we find there? Imaginations run away. What's in our book bag? Our trusty book bag. What will we learn about today? Here we go. The book bag is taking us up, up, up into the sky and over the billowy white clouds. Reader, reading bug, look outside. Our homes and schools and parks are getting smaller and smaller as we travel higher and higher into the air. As we soar above the earth, I can feel the bag getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And as it is getting smaller and smaller, so are we. Even the reading bug is shrinking. (laughs) Shrinking tickles. (laughs) It sure does. It tickles a lot because we are all shrinking a lot. And just like that, it looks like we're coming in for a landing. Everybody hold on tight. The reading bug's book bag has done its magic. The sounds have stopped and the lights aren't spinning anymore. Let's climb out of the book bag to see where we landed. Follow me. Amazing. Everything looks different when you're the size of a tiny wood mite. But I think your book bag has landed us close to the trunk of the mother tree on a large branch. This tree looks gigantic, gargantuan. 
taller and more massive than the tallest building I've ever seen. And from the branch where we're standing, the ground below looks as far away as the basin of the Grand Canyon looks when you're standing at the top. Welcome to my world, Rowan. A tree seems as large to a tiny bug as the moon would be to a person, and just as mysterious and treacherous. Before we go move on, I want to tell you more about what we are going to see. Together with the roots below, heartwood in the center of the trunk of the tree provides support for it as it grows. Branches produce buds, flowers, and leaves, as well as seeds that grow into more trees. Chlorophyll makes the leaves green and assists with a process called photosynthesis. That's what makes sugar a tree's daily bread. From there, sugar flows through the tubes in the trunk to spread food to branches, leaves, and roots as they grow, and all the way down to the roots far below. So you see, a tree is much more than all of its parts. As the parts work together, they create nature's art. Let's walk to the end of the branch to get a closer look at the buds and the leaves. Great idea, Lauren. As we walk, take a look around. Mature oak trees like this mother tree are often between 60 and 100 feet tall. That's as tall as a six-story building. The branch we are walking on is halfway up the tree, which means we are between 30 and 50 feet from the forest floor. When you look up, you can see humongous branches growing above us, and when you look down, you can see humongous branches growing beneath us. Each of these big branches has many smaller branches growing out of it. At the end of the branches, there are green buds as well as leaves that have already unfolded. Does this tree look healthy to you, Rowan? On recent visits, I've noticed dead branches on some of the trees and even a few large cracks in their trunks. The new leaves on the trees are turning brown and dropping to the ground. These are signs that the trees are stressed. But this mother oak isn't showing any of those signs, yet. I also haven't seen any beetles or beetle eggs on this branch. That's a big relief because a bark beetle infestation can kill a tree, and it's almost impossible to get rid of beetles once they have invaded. I don't see any white spots on the branch either. Spotty is also a symptom that a tree is stressed. Overall, I'd say that this branch and the other parts of the tree that I can see from here look pretty healthy. Hey, do you hear something? It sounds like the pitter-patter of rain, but it's not raining. So what could it be? You're right, Bug. I wonder what that could be. It's... Oh! Yikes! Rowan! What's that yellowish-green creature crawling toward us? It's as big as a truck, but it's alive and it doesn't have any tires! It's hard to tell when you're this small, but I'm pretty sure that's an oak tree caterpillar, Lauren. Lots of people think that pitter-patter you're hearing is the sound of oak tree caterpillars munching on leaves, but it's actually the sound of the poop from hundreds, maybe thousands of these caterpillars as it falls from the tree onto the ground below. Wait, that sound is... Ew. Sure, it's yucky, but the good news is that the oak tree caterpillars are vegetarians, and that means we don't have to worry too much about them hurting us. In fact, oak tree caterpillars are very picky eaters. They only eat the buds and leaves of oak trees. But we still need to stay out of its way. We don't want to get run over. And be careful where you step. If you slip and fall from this height, you could... Whoa! Rowan! Rowan! Reader, Bug, did you see? Rowan just slipped and fell off the branch. Oh no, a fall from way up here could be... Whoa! Rowan? Yeah? You're... you're back, but you just... Slipped and fell off the branch, yeah. But if you... fell, how are you back? I... I don't know. One minute I was falling, but then I landed on the leaf at the end of a branch below this one. 
The branch lifted me upward, and the leaf then curled to form a shoot. I slid down and landed right back here. Then I heard the tree whisper to me again. It whispered? But I didn't hear anything. Yeah, this time it said, Rowan, you are the chosen one, a descendant of the tree god's son. You are the one who is destined to be the savior of Earth's plants and trees. Today is the day that your fight begins, and it cannot end until you win. Did this really happen, or was I dreaming again? I mean, I wish I could save the Earth's plants and trees, but I'm just one scientist who studies trees. I'm no arborist avenger. All I know is that one minute you were falling, and the next you were back. If it wasn't the mother tree herself that rescued you, <laughs> I don't know what it was. Rowan, even if you can't rescue all the Earth's plants and trees, maybe you can rescue this forest today. And we're here to help you. That's right. In fact, I said something similar to your cousin Marina. When you see something wrong that needs to be made right, don't feel weak and helpless. Use your powers to fight. Don't be afraid. Hear these words that I say. The courage deep inside you will help lead the way. There's a superhero inside of you, and there's also one in me. They're in there waiting patiently for us to set them free. I like that, Lauren. Though I'm not sure there's a superhero inside of me, but I do want to find out what's making this forest sick. Us too. Let's get started. Tell us the plan, Rowan. Okay. If we want to get to the root of the problem, then we'll all need to begin by going inside the trunk. Inside the trunk? But how? The trunk may look like nothing but solid wood to you, but it actually has five layers. That's right, Bug. And each of those five layers plays a different role. The first layer is the bark. Bark protects what's inside the tree the same way that skin protects the bones, muscles, and organs inside our bodies. Just like we may get a hole in our skin if it's scratched or scraped, or when it is cut or punctured by a sharp object, holes or cracks in bark can be made by insects, woodpeckers, or even a lightning strike. We are going to crawl through one of these holes in the bark, just like a bark beetle does, to get to the next layer of the tree, which is called phloem. Phloem? What's that? Phloem is a layer of the trunk that is made up of tube-like structures. Just like our blood vessels carry blood oxygen to the organs and other parts of our body to provide them with the oxygen and nutrients they need, these tubes in the phloem transport a watery mix of food and nutrients to feed all of the other parts of the tree. So the bark of the tree is like our skin, and the phloem tubes are like our blood vessels. Right. What's the next layer? Just like our bodies have to constantly generate new cells to replace the old ones, a tree needs to generate new cells too. That's what happens in the next layer of the trunk, the cambium, which is the thinnest layer. It's so thin that you would need a microscope to really see the cambium layer well. Our bodies create new cells from existing cells, and the cambium creates new cells that make the trunk, branches, and roots of the tree grow thicker each year. The layer after that is called the xylem, right, Rowan? Right. The xylem has thick-walled cells that form a pipeline to carry water and minerals up the tree from the roots. When the water reaches the leaves, the leaves produce the tree's food through a process called photosynthesis. I've read all about photosynthesis. It's a chemical process that takes place inside plant leaves using carbon dioxide that the leaves breathe in, and water that's soaked up from the tree's roots, 
Light energy from the sun then forms a chemical reaction to convert the carbon dioxide and water into oxygen and a kind of sugar called glucose. The oxygen is released back into the air and the glucose is what the plant uses to feed itself. Exactly right! And, finally, the fifth and innermost layer of the trunk is the heartwood. It's the thickest layer, and it is created when sapwood dies and slowly changes into heartwood. The heartwood is dead, but it's very strong because it works with the roots in the ground to support the weight of the rest of the tree as it grows bigger and taller. So the heartwood is sort of like our bones, because our bones support our bodies as we grow bigger and stronger, and the roots are like our feet, because that's what stabilizes us? That's a great way to think about it, Lauren. As you can see, the inside of a tree is as fascinating as the inside of our bodies. Wow! I sure was wrong when I said I didn't think visiting a tree would be an adventure. It sounds like this adventure will be tremendous! Are we going to travel through the tubes in the tree just like we traveled through the blood vessels on our inner space adventure through the human body? We are! Yes. Remember, I told you the phloem tubes take the sugar water from the leaves all the way to the roots? Just think of them as a down elevator. And the xylem tubes take water from the roots up to the leaves. That's the up elevator. But there's still one more problem we need to solve. Can you guess what it is? I know! The up and down elevators are filled with water, so we won't be able to breathe. That's why I asked Lauren to bring scuba equipment with her on our adventure. Just like our adventure inside the human body, I brought wetsuits, oxygen tanks, and helmets with radios installed inside them, so we can talk to one another while we're inside the tree. I'll hitch a ride inside your helmet, Lauren, since there aren't any bug-sized suits. You're super well-prepared. That scuba equipment is exactly what we need. Great! Then, reader, let's get ready for this amazing adventure by pulling on our special wetsuits. Attaching our oxygen tanks. And putting on our helmets. Great work! This gear fits perfectly. Testing, one, two, three. Can you hear me now, Lauren? Oh, yes, I hear you, Rowan. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Lauren. That's because you're inside my helmet with me, Reading Bug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Reader, Rowan, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Now all we have to do is crawl through this crack in the bark to reach the phloem tubes. The crack is narrow and has some sharp edges, so be careful not to tear your wetsuit as you make your way through it. Okay, Reader. Let's wiggle our way through the crack. Are you wiggling? Great job! Great work, everyone. We made it through. Look, I can see the phloem tubes, but how do we get inside them? The phloem elevator doesn't have a door. We're going to have to make our own door, Bug. How can we create a door? Using our imaginations, of course. That's right, Bug. We are going to enter the phloem tube the same way that water molecules enter them, through a process called osmosis. I read about osmosis. Osmosis takes place when there are a lot of things that are taking up a small amount of space, and then some of those things move to a less crowded space through a barrier that lets them in. Exactly. The phloem tube lets water molecules move from outside the tube, where there are lots of water molecules all crowded together, to inside the tube, which doesn't have as many water molecules. Since we are all on the outside of the tube, and there are no tiny people or ladybugs on the inside, I'm hoping we'll be able to osmose our way into the tube just like water does. I have an idea. Let's close our eyes and imagine we're floating through the wall of the tube, just like a ghost moves through the walls. Are your eyes closed, reader? Great. Now, can you feel that we are getting lighter and lighter? So light that we're floating through the air. 
I'm feeling light as a feather, lighter even. Now, let's imagine ourselves floating right through the walls of the tube and into the inside. It worked! Congratulations, everyone. We made it inside the tube faster than I could say boo. It did work. And now the water flow is taking us down our phloem tube elevator. This is more fun than a water slide. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, I guess that ride is over. We've stopped moving. Where are we now, Rowan? Like you said when the book bag landed, there's only one way to find out. Let's make like a ghost again and osmose ourselves out of the phloem tube. Wherever we are, it's much drier here on the outside than it was inside the tube. I think we made it all the way down to the Mother Oak's roots, below the forest floor. It's drier here than it was in the tube, but I'm not sure there's enough oxygen for us to breathe, so let's keep our oxygen tanks on. It's so dark I can barely see. Good thing I brought a flashlight. I'll turn it on. We must have landed somewhere in the ground underneath the Mother Tree. Reading bug, Rowan, do you hear that? I do, but what is it? I'm not sure, but it reminds me of something. Maybe from a past adventure? Do you know what it is, Reader? You're right, Lauren. It's something I remember from one of our past adventures, too. But what is it? Hey, look, it's... Ants! Company, hold! Hello, I'm Helga, and I'm here to pump you... Oh, is it really you, Lauren, reading bug? I'm so happy to see you. Helga? Helga the ant? We haven't seen you since our garden adventure. What are you doing here in the forest? Welcome to our new home. Well, it's home for some of us anyway. We live here at the base of the mother tree. But some of us, including my very strong sister, have left for other colonies. I miss her terribly. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Why? Someone or something is digging holes in the forest floor and filling them with chemicals and other toxins that are damaging the wood and making it difficult for trees to share food and communicate with each other. When trees are stressed, all of the animals that depend on them also suffer. I read that a tree's underground root system is usually as big as the parts of the tree that live above the ground. Trees need lots of roots because the roots help keep the trunk keep the tree from tipping over. It takes a lot of roots to keep in a hundred-foot tree from tipping over. Roots aren't the only thing that live in the ground underneath a tree. There are lots of other creatures, including earthworms, centipedes, and bigger creatures like gophers and bunnies. Do, uh, spiders live in the underground, too? A few spiders live underground, yes. But why do you ask? Because everywhere I look, for as far as I can see, there are thin white strands. It looks like hundreds of busy spiders have been weaving their thin white strands of silk covering the outside of the roots and even in between the roots. The strands are so fine and delicate, they look like lace. There must be millions of these thread-like strands just in the small area that I can see from here. Those strands aren't made by spiders. They are fungi. They don't look very fun. Aren't mushrooms fungi? Are fungi just... A different type of plant? Fungi are different from plants because they don't have the ability to use the sun's energy to create their own food. When fungi called mycorrhizae grow in the forest, they send out the thin white strands that you're looking at, Lauren. 
All of these strands, or filaments, are connected into a net-like web called the mycelium. The mycelium of a single fungus can connect many plants and trees, and can also connect with other mycorrhizae, to form an even larger network that connects much larger populations of trees and plants. Scientists call these fungal networks the Wood Wide Web. <laughs> Did you say Wood Wide Web? Don't you mean World Wide Web? No, I really do mean Wood Wide Web. The World Wide Web is the information space that people use to share resources and communicate with each other on the internet. Scientists call the fungi networks the Wood Wide Web because they perform a similar function to the World Wide Web by allowing trees, plants, and fungi to share resources and communicate with each other. What kinds of resources do the trees, plants, and fungi share? The mycorrhizae absorb more water and more nutrients, like phosphorus and magnesium, than a tree can. On the other hand, fungi can't make the sugar that they need to grow. So, the fungi bring water and nutrients to the roots of trees and plants and, in return, they take up to one-third of the sugar manufactured by those trees and plants. And that's not all the Wood Wide Web does. It's also a sugar delivery service, letting trees send sugar back and forth to other trees in the same network. If one of the mother oak tree seedlings can't manufacture enough sugar because it is growing in a shady part of the forest, the mother tree can share her sugar with that seedling. Trees can also communicate with nearby trees about dangers, like insect infestations, so that the nearby trees can prepare to defend themselves before the insects arrive. The trees communicate? They may not be able to talk like you and me, but they certainly can communicate with each other. And who knows what other information they may be sharing on the Wood Wide Web? An internet made out of fungus! The Wood Wide Web is a powerful communications tool, but it's also fragile and can be easily damaged. Climate change, drought, and mechanical disruption like tilling or even too much walking on the forest floor can tear up their delicate, lacy underground web. And insecticides, herbicides, and other toxic chemicals can kill them outright. Maybe that's what's wrong with the forest. Maybe that's why the trees are getting sick. Helga said that somebody was dumping toxic chemicals, didn't she? Yeah! We're going to need to get back to the forest to see who the culprit is then. I can take you up to the surface. My big strong legs will dig our way. Remember, I climb and carry all day long. That's how you know I am very strong. But first, how about a rest? My colony and I can serenade you while you gather your strength for the rest of your adventures. That's a great idea, Helga. Except for the singing. I'm a little tired, and we need to be well rested as we hunt for whoever or whatever may be dumping garbage in the forest. Don't go anywhere. The Reading Bug and I will be right back in just one minute. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. 
Hi friends, are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we of course want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Hi, Reading Bug. Lauren, I'm so glad you're here. I have a question for you. Sure. Well, a few questions, actually. Do you love stories about animals? Of course I do. How about stories about magic? Reading Bug, you know I do. And I bet you like the power to change the world. Well, yes, but... Lauren, this book has all of that and more. Legends of Lotus Island, The Guardian Test is the first book in a captivating new fantasy series for young readers from the three-time Newbery Honor recipient Christina Suntornbat. Young Plum is shocked to discover that she's been accepted to the Guardian Academy on Lotus Island an elite school where kids learn how to transform into guardians, magical creatures who are sworn to protect the natural world. The guardian masters teach Plum and her friends how to communicate with animals and how to use meditation to strengthen their minds and their bodies. Plum struggles at school. While their classmates begin to transform into amazing creatures, Plum can't even seem to magic up a single feather. If she can't embrace her inner animal form soon, she'll have to leave school and lose the first group of real friends she's ever known. Reading bug. This sounds super exciting, and also a super accessible fantasy for young readers who are not quite ready for Wings of Fire or the Rick Riordan Presents series. Yes, yes, yes! Lotus Island is an immersive fantasy world inspired by Southeast Asia and populated by compelling kid characters coming into their power. Reader, you can find Lotus Island by Christina Suntornbat at thereadingbug.com or your local bookstore. Be sure to check it out! Thanks to Scholastic for their ongoing support of Reading Bug Adventures. Okay, here we go, everybody. Back to the surface. Thanks, Helga. And hi, reader. You're back for part two of our tree adventure and just in time. When you left us, we were resting in the underground root forest, where an interconnected system of roots and fungi help the forest trees communicate with one another. And now, our friend Helga the ant has brought us back up to the surface so we can continue our adventure and help our new friend Rowan figure out what is making the forest trees sick. It's like I told you. Someone or something is digging holes in the forest floor and filling them with chemicals and other toxins that are damaging the wood and making it difficult for the trees to share food and communicate with each other. And when trees are stressed, all of the animals that depend on them also suffer. Like me and my ant colony. The forest is my happy place. And if someone is hurting the trees of the forest, then we need to figure out who it is and why. Exactly, Rowan. Remember, when you see something wrong that needs to be made right, don't feel weak and helpless. Use your powers to fight. Don't be afraid. Hear these words that I say. The courage deep inside you will help lead the way. There's a superhero inside of you, and there's also one in me. They're in there waiting.
patiently for us to set them free. I don't know if I have a superhero inside of me, Lauren, but I do know that we need to do something. And to do something, I think we're going to need to return to our normal sizes. Oh, yeah, I nearly forgotten that the Reading Bug's book bag had shrunken us to the size of wood mites. Reading Bug, can we get right-sized again so we can begin to look around and figure out who or what is causing this forest harm? Absolutely. Just a quick jump into the book bag should do it. Is everybody ready? Magic book bag, we have heard. Our beautiful forest is being disturbed by something that has created a crisis, by dumping garbage into holes it has dug. Please change us back to our regular sizes so we can find and stop the thug. The book bag is growing bigger and bigger again. Big enough to fit us all inside. Let's hop three times, then we'll jump into my book bag. Are you ready? Great! One hop, two hops, three hops, and we're in! This time, the book bag isn't going up into the sky. It's just bumping up and down on the ground while all of us are getting bigger and bigger. It feels like someone is blowing me up like a balloon. My skin feels like it's tightening and my fingers are stretching. It's weird to feel the inside and outside of my body stretching out in different directions as we grow back to our regular sizes. Oh, I think we're done. I sure hope we are. That felt weird. Let's climb out of the book bag now that we're all human size again. Oh yeah, this is much, much better. It's great to be human sized again. I don't have to worry about birds swooping down to eat me or something squishing me into oblivion. Tell me about it. Oh yeah, sorry reading bug. I guess that's what every day feels like to you. You can see why I prefer reading a good book. Hey, look over here on the ground. I see some fresh footprints, as well as what looks like a single tire track. It's strange that there's only one tire track and not two. Oh yeah, I see it. The track is from a thin tire. Maybe it's a bicycle? It's pretty hard to ride a bicycle out here in the middle of the forest, since there aren't any paved bike paths. Can you think of anything else it might be, Reader? Maybe it's a wheelbarrow tire? That sounds right. We are looking for someone using something to carry the garbage into the forest, and that could be a wheelbarrow. Let's follow the footsteps to see if we can figure out what's going on. Okay, Rowan, we're right behind you. Look, I see some freshly dug holes up ahead of us. And there's some litter on the ground here, which is strange. I've never seen litter in this forest before. The people that usually spend time here are always careful to clean up their messes. Lauren, Rowan, Reader, look! The young trees over here are wilted with yellowing leaves. The grass and plants growing near them are also turning yellow and seem to be sick or dying. Oh no. These are very sick young trees. They're wilted in yellowing leaves, their stunted buds. Are signs of stress, insect infestation, illness, or poisoning? Let's take a closer look. Whoa! What was that sound? I don't know, Lauren. I heard it as soon as I touched the branch of this tree, and then it felt like energy was flowing from my body into the tree. That must have been my imagination, right? I don't think it was your imagination, because all of us heard the sound too. Rowan, look! I can't believe my eyes, but the tree you touched is changing right before our eyes. Its leaves are turning from brown and yellow back to green. And its trunk is growing straighter and stronger. 
Hey, Rowan, look over here. This tree has mushrooms growing around its base. That's another sign that a tree is sick, isn't it? That's right, Bug. Good fungi like mycorrhizae help trees, but mushrooms sprouting around the base of a tree are a sign that dangerous fungi may have spread throughout the tree. Over time, the bad fungi can make the trunk so weak that it can't support the tree's weight any longer, causing the tree to collapse. When you can see the fungi's fruit mushrooms on the outside of the tree, the tree is likely to collapse within a few years. Let's try an experiment, Rowan. Just bend down and touch the base of this tree's trunk. Touch the trunk? But why? Just a little experiment. Okay. Look! It happened again. I heard the same sound when I touched the tree trunk, and then it felt like energy from me was flowing into the tree. The mushrooms at the base of this tree are disappearing, and the tree is growing healthier and stronger right before our eyes. Rowan, I'm beginning to wonder if you are somehow healing these trees when you touch them. Lauren, both trees that Rowan touched got visibly healthier as soon as she touched them. Do you think it's possible that maybe something magical or superpower is happening here? Lauren? Reader, Rowan, where's Lauren? She was here just a minute ago, wasn't she? Yes, she was. I thought she was right behind us, but now I can't see her anywhere. There are so many trees, I can't see very far in any direction. Lauren? Lauren? Reader, let's climb up a tree to see if we can spot her. Follow me. Be careful. Even though we're normal size again, a fall could really hurt. Follow right behind me. I'll make sure the branches we're climbing are sturdy enough to hold us. Remember to grip the branches as close to the trunk as possible, or it is less likely to break. And follow the three-point rule. That means three of your four arms and legs should be anchored securely at all times, supported by different parts of the tree. Tug each branch before you put your weight on it to make sure that it is strong enough to support you without breaking. Great job! I think we're as high up as we can safely climb. Can anyone see Lauren? Shh! Over there! I've spotted something, but it's not Lauren. It looks like a man, and he's close enough that he might be able to hear us if we talk too loudly. He's got a shovel strapped to his back, and he's pushing a wheelbarrow filled with rubbish, plastic bags, cans, bottles, all kinds of partially filled containers. I see him too. He's dressed in blue jeans and wearing a black t-shirt. He's got a bandana around his head that makes him look like a modern-day pirate. Where have I seen that man before? When? Reader, does he look familiar to you? I remember now. It's the trash man. Rowan, the trash man is a supervillain. The last time we saw him, he was dumping his garbage into the ocean. And now, look, he's dumping it into the forest. Trashman and his garbage must be what's destroying the wood wide web and making all the trees sick. Trashman? Marina told me all about that evil guy. She was with you when Trashman kidnapped Kai. Wait, there's someone else down there too, walking right behind the Trashman. Could it be an accomplice? Or maybe it's a prisoner. His hands look like they're tied together. That's not a man, Rowan. Look again. It's Lauren. Oh no! The wide, wide world of trash has grown bigger than the sea. And that superhero water woman's really bugging me. So I'm starting a dump right here neath the trees. 
Where nobody is ever, ever gonna see me There's a villain that's inside me And there's also one in you They're waiting there to bill it out So what ya gonna do? <laughs> Look! The trashman is dumping the garbage from his wheelbarrow into a hole in the ground. Doesn't he know that he's hurting everything in the forest by doing that? I don't think he cares, Rowan. Herbicides, insecticides, and batteries and paints. Containers full of gunk and goo and hazardous waste. I'll bury them here, and I'll leave no sign. No one will know I've dumped them here. The secret is mine. There's a villain that's inside me. And there's also one in you. They're waiting there to be let out. So what ya gonna do? <laughs> the choice is clear, Lauren. You either join forces with me, or I'm gonna take you out with the trash. <laughs> Rowan, reader, we have to save Lauren from the trash man. But how? Trashman is going to destroy her if she refuses to join forces with him. You'll never get away with this, trash man. You and the trash you're dumping are killing the trees and animals that live here in the forest. You have to stop. Stop? I'm just getting started. People pay me to get rid of their extra trash. The more trash I dump, the more money I make. So be quiet. I've got another hole to dig and a lot more trash to dump. Rowan, Trashman is a bad guy. We need to do something, and quick! But what can we do? Marina told me it took a superhero like Water Woman to stop Trashman from polluting the ocean. I hate to admit it, but I'm afraid. Even before Water Woman arrived, do you remember who rescued Kai from Trashman Reader? What about you, Rowan? Do you know who rescued Kai? We did. Reader, Lauren, and me. Rowan, it's just like Lauren's song. There's a superhero inside of you, and there's also one in me. They're waiting inside of us, and we can set them free. But, but how? By being brave, and by doing what's right. Remember what Winnie the Pooh told Christopher Robin? I'm never afraid, he said. I'm never afraid with you. Rowan, superpowers or not, we can do this together. Are you in? I think I am. I think I can. I know you can, Rowan. Follow me. Let's climb back down the tree together. Quietly. We'll wait until the time is right, then swoop in and save our friend. I'm still not sure what I'm going to do with you, Lauren. But I can't have you around if you're planning to stop me from dumping my trash in this forest. I'm heading back to my truck for more beautiful trash. I don't want to see or hear any funny business from you while I'm gone. Here's the chance we were waiting for. Rowan, can you keep watch while our reader friend and I go get Lauren? Let us know if you see the trash man coming back. Okay, be careful. We will, won't we, reader? Let's go. Lauren, Lauren, we're here. We're here to rescue you. Oh, boy, am I glad to see you. We can talk later. Reader, can you help untie the rope around Lauren's hands and the rope that's tying her to the tree? Work as quickly as you can. 
Trashman knows how to tie a good knot, and I'm not sure you'll be able to untie Lauren before... Before what? <laughs> before the Trashman returns? Well, you're right about that. Now, if you don't want to wind up in the trash, too, you'll do what I say. Hands up over your head, reader, while I deal with this little red bug. I've got just the right jar to put you in. It even has a few holes in it in the top, so you probably won't run out of oxygen. At least not right away. <laughs> there you go, trapped inside the jar where you can do no harm. I've already gotten away with it. Now, it's time to tie you up, reader. Since you all are tree huggers, I'll tie your arms around a tree like Lauren's. That way I can get on with my work, digging holes and dumping trash. Ha <laughs> ha! You and Rita were so brave to try to rescue me. You're superheroes to me. But where's Rowan? Rowan stayed back to warn us that the trash man was coming. But she... she didn't. Maybe she got scared and ran away. What are we going to do now? What are you going to do? Well, join me, of course. Lauren, I hope spending all of this quality time with me has helped you see the error of your ways. There's a wide, wide world of trash. That needs somewhere to be. Never fear, the trash man's here to dump it in the sea. I'll dump it over here. I'll dump it over there. Nobody is stopping me. I'll dump everywhere. There's a villain that's inside me. And there's also one in you. They're waiting there to peel it out. So what ya gonna do? What you gonna do, Lauren? Reader? Reading bug? How about you join me, huh? Think of all the trash we could dump if we work together. We'd rather be tied up here forever than help you, trash man. Yeah, we may not have any superpowers, but we can still fight for what's right. We'll never join you. No, never say never, reading bug. But since you won't join me, I'm afraid our friendship must come to an end. That's right. I'm going to dump all of you into the next hole that I dig. <laughs> You'll never get away with this trash, man. The hole is dug. The deed is done. Who wants to be first? How about you, Lauren? On the count of three, I'll dump Lauren into the pit lickety-split. Are you ready, my dear? What in the world? Rain? I hate rain, but but it was just sunny out just a minute ago. Oh, this rain is going to ruin the holes that I've dug unless I can act quickly to dump my trash in them. You stay right here, folks. Oh, and I'm taking the reading bug's jar with me so you don't do anything foolish while I'm gone. Wait, wait, no! Where did this rainstorm come from, reader? The sun was shining bright and the sky was clear, blue, and cloudless. But now I'm getting drenched from the rain. If we could only get free of these ropes, we could make a run for it now while the trash man is distracted. But we can't leave Reading Bug behind. Hey, did you see that, Reader? Up ahead of us, in the trees. 
Something is swinging, I think. Swinging through the trees like a, a monkey. But there aren't any monkeys in the forests in the United States. And it's not a bird or a bat. It's not Tarzan. It's... It's me, Rowan. Rowan! Yes, here to rescue you and stop the trash man once and for all. But you're swinging through the trees like a... Oh, yeah, that. When the reading bug left me on lookout duty, I got to thinking. And then I realized that if I haven't been dreaming these past few days, well, then I must be able to actually communicate with the trees and heal them. And if I can do that, well, then I can surely rescue all of you from the trash man. So I reached up, grabbed a tree branch, and began to swing. You've been saying it all along, but Lauren, I think there's actually a superhero inside of me. Rowan, that's incredible. Well, looky, look who we have here. You may be able to talk to the trees and to heal them with your touch, but it will take more than that to stop the trash man. <laughs> oh, now that does it. Now you really make me angry, trash man. You've been hurting the trees and the animals in the forest, and now you're hurting my friends. Rowan, what's happening to you? I, I don't know, Lauren. I think this may be one of my superpowers. I sure hope it is anyway. Look, Rowan's getting bigger and greener. Much bigger and much greener. She's as big as a tree. And look at all those muscles. Oh, easy, big guy. I, I I, didn't mean to upset you. Look, I'll just let the little bug go. See? There you go. Now, if you'll just excuse me. Get back here, trash man. I'm not done with you yet. Whoa! Rowan has scooped the trash man up in her mighty green hand. Hey, hey, put me down. And now she's spinning him round and around and around, wrapping the trash man's rope around his body. What, what are you going to do, 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 do to me? Whoa! Rowan tossed the trash man into one of the holes he's just dug. Like he was as light as a piece of garbage. And look at that. Now Rowan is spinning around and around like a whirling dervish retrieving buried garbage from all the holes that the trash man's been digging out here. She's so strong that she's crushing the garbage like it's a ball of clay or Play-Doh. And she's piling it all on top of the trash man. Hey, hey, wait, I... Lauren, what's happening to Rowan? I think her superpowers are fading. You're right, Bug. She's returning to her normal size and color. Rowan, Rowan, are you okay? Rowan, wake up. Wake up! Oh, wow. Hi, Lauren, reader, reading bug. I must have fainted. And I had another really strange dream. <laughs> I dreamed that I had superpowers and that I rescued all of you from the trash man and cleaned up all the garbage in the forest that was poisoning the wood wide web and the trees. What is happening to me? What do all these strange dreams mean? Rowan, that was no dream. It... it, it wasn't? But then... Rowan, how old are you? That's a weird question to be asking me right now. Don't you think? It's no time for a party. But I'm 18. I thought so. Reading Bug, what's this all about? I think it's time for me to let you in on a little family secret. Your family has a secret, Reading Bug? No, Rowan. It's your family secret. 
It's no secret that both you and Marina are descended from the Greek gods, right? That's right, Bug. Do you know that the children of gods and humans are called demigods, and sometimes they inherit special powers from their godparents? Sure. I know that according to Greek mythology, demigods often have special powers, but where are you going with this? Did Marina ever tell you what happened to her when she turned 18? What do you mean? She graduated from high school? She was old enough to vote? <laughs> no, no, Rowan, not that. We were with Marina when Kai read her a letter that her grandmother had written her to open on her 18th birthday. A letter? That's right. The letter said that Poseidon had given his mortal wife a present to pass on to all of her female descendants. Each girl born in the family would be a demigoddess with the power to protect the seas. Rowan, your cousin Marina is the superhero Water Woman. Marina? Water Woman? When you fell today, the tree caught you. And then, your touch seemed to heal the six saplings. Exactly. I had my suspicions, but this time I saw everything. Just like Marina inherited the power to protect the oceans, you have inherited the power to protect the trees as part of your family's legacy. And the trees know it. And that's why the mother oak has been talking to you. You're just like the tiny seed in Brian Selznick's new book, Big Tree. Beginning to grow into something bigger and stronger, and more powerful than any of us could have ever imagined. There was a seed so tiny Who fell from mother tree Uncertain how to grow up Unsure who they would be The earth gave rain and sunlight Mixed with love to make them grow that's how they planted roots down deep And sprouted from below I'll give you roots To grow strong To carry you along You'll have wings to fly And watch the world go by With roots and wings you can do anything It's simple, don't you see? You'll be brave and bright and smart and fight To be the biggest tree As weeks and months went by Their branches stretched out wide Their sturdy trunk grew stronger Green leaves reached toward the sky The sprout that was once a tiny seed had grown so big and strong Ready to face the world so big And whatever comes along I'll give you roots To grow strong To carry you along You'll have wings to fly And watch the world go by With roots and wings you can do anything it's simple, don't you see? You'll be brave and bright and smart and fight to be the biggest tree. You'll be brave and bright and smart and fight to be the biggest tree. Rowan, you were not dreaming.
You are not dreaming. There really is a superhero inside of you. And today, you set her free. Pan must have given his mortal children the power to protect and preserve the trees. Uh, a superhero? Yes, a real superhero with mighty powers to help protect us from villains like Trash Man. And every superhero needs a superhero name. What's yours going to be? Oh, I don't... I don't know. This is all happening so fast. Maybe I'll call myself the Incredible Trunk. Or what about the Green Machine? No, no, that's not it. Maybe I could be the Amazing Osmosis? Don't overthink it. What about Pan Man, Protector of the Trees, named after the god who gave me my special powers? Much better. Wow. I can't wait to get home and tell my family and friends about Pan Man and show them what I can do. I don't think that's a good idea, Rowan. There's a reason Marina hasn't told you about her new identity. If villains like Trash Man know who you really are, they may try to hurt you. Or worse, hurt your family and friends. That's why most superheroes keep their superhero identities separate from their private identities. The reading bug is right, Rowan. That means no one, including your friends, should know that Rowan Green is also Pan Man, the superhero protector of trees. The only people who should ever know your superhero identity are Marina and the people standing right here. And we promise to keep your secret, don't we, Reader? Thank you for everything you've done for me, Lauren, Reading Bug, Reader. This is all happening so fast and it's such an enormous responsibility to have superpowers like mine. I'm excited, but I'm also a little scared. That's okay, Rowan. If you ever need anything, you know that we'll be here to help you in a flash. How about a tiny, secret celebration, then? Just us. We could barbecue at the park campground, one of my very favorite spots. We'd love to picnic with you, Rowan, but we'll need to plan that for another day. Right now, we need to get home to our families before they miss us. But we'll all be following the news about Pan Man, the protector of trees. We're so proud of you, and we know that you're going to do amazing things with your new superpowers. Look, the reading bug is opening up her book bag. It's time to go. Everyone hop into the book bag with me. I think I'm going to stay here in the forest for a bit and explore these new powers. A forest bath? A super forest bath. (laughs) (laughs) And I still need to take out all of this trash. Be careful, Rowan. We'll see you again soon. Okay, now, follow me, and let's jump into the book bag together and head back home. One hop, two hop, three hop, and we're in! We've had a big adventure within our book bag, and I think we saved the day. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, book bag. Now it's time to fly away. We'll never forget our wonderful adventures today. We learned so much about trees. Can you believe that trees communicate with one another through the wood wide web and share resources? I told you this was going to be an amazing adventure. Trees aren't just the largest and oldest living things on Earth. They are also essential for our health and for our environment. That's right. They are the lungs of the Earth, providing all living things with the oxygen we need to survive. And now, every time we hear about Pan Man using her powers to help trees and forests, we'll think of this amazing day we spent in the forest with Rowan. Today was wonderful, but it was just the beginning of Rowan's fight to restore and preserve our trees and all the plants and animals that are in our forest. She won't be able to do it all by herself. She's going to need our help. Our planet's forests are being destroyed by development, agriculture, logging, and mining. And if it continues at its present rate, 
tropical rainforests could disappear within our lifetime. You're right, Reading Bug. It's going to take all of us doing whatever we can to preserve our precious trees and forests. But what can one person do to help solve a problem as big as this one? Not just one person, but all of us doing our part. When each of us take lots of small steps, they add up to giant steps forward. Even when your legs are as tiny as mine. If you want to learn more about trees, forests, and forest animals, and all the things we can do to help grow and save them, you can read the books I brought with me in my book bag today. A complete list can be found at thereadingbug.com slash adventures. We're back! That's right! We are back, safe and sound. You know, I'm really thankful to have good friends like you to adventure with because... When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show this world that you can be anything. You could write a book or fly a plane. Build a house with a giant crane. Whatever you do, one thing will be true. There's nothing you can't do. You can see it through just by being you. Cause you're a reader, you're a leader You're ready to learn about everything As you grow, you'll show This world that you can be anything You could sing your way into a Broadway show Don't let anyone tell you no Whatever you do, one thing will be true There's nothing you can't do You can make your dreams come true Just by being you Thank you for joining us on our adventure today, reader. The reading bug and I have to go now, but we can't wait to see you on our next reading bug adventure. Bye-bye. See you next time. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our Thanks to Scholastic for their ongoing support of Reading Bug Adventures. And thanks to all of our individual sponsors. If you're interested in becoming a patron, please visit our page at patreon.com. Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me, Chloe Savage, Brandon Savage, and Chesney Everett. Music is by me and Joe Murphy. Sound mixing and mastery is by Resonate Recordings. The Reading Bug is our family-owned independent children's bookstore in California, and we're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription box service at readingbugbox.com. Thank you.